1: Welcome to Yule Crime, where we discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear. I'm your host, Lindsay Valenti, and with me is my sister and co-host, Maddie Stangle. Hello. We are also joined by one of my favorite people in the entire universe, Brad from Doomsday.
2: Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) It's my new thing.
1: (laughs) It works. I like it. It's an affirmation. Yes. Yes, it is. And this is going to be the most epic crossover ever, because we are going to be discussing The Aldgate Pump of
2: Death. Which sounds like a title for my show right away. It does. So, what year might that be?
0: This is mid to late 1800s. Awesome. So was, this is a long, long time of this pump. hmm
2: Without even saying the word pump, you say mid to late 1800s, and I already know... It, this is this is already the worst, grossest episode I've ever heard. <laughs> you haven't said a word about it. I haven't I said anything yet. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
1: All right, buckle up, Maddie. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Information was pulled from the following sources: a 2021 Living London history article by Jack Cheshire, 2018 Ian visits post by Ian Mansfield, 2017 Look Up London article, 2011 Spitalfields Life article atlas obscura the heritage of london trust historic uk article by ben johnson and two wikipedia links
0: thanks and links to all of these articles will be included in the show notes don't look at them don't look for the pictures burn it
1: if you travel to london and want to check out a truly horrifying reminder of a dark and disgusting time in its history Look no further than where the corners of Fenchurch and Leadenhall Streets meet up with Aldgate Hyde Street to feast your eyes on the infamous Aldgate pump.
0: Oh, so it's a, it's an actual pump? It's an actual pump. Like a water pump?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I already don't like this.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Oh, God, keep going. We're
0: in <laughs> water pump yep. in a city. Yep. Great. Mm-hmm.
2: What oh, could go wrong? I'm going to slide out of my chair just thinking about the handle.
0: Yeah. Please, continue It gets
1: better. We haven't even, like, really started yet. I know. It's the worst part. The pump itself has not always been at this location, but the well that the pump drew its water from has been there since at least the 1200s during the reign of King John, accessing one of London's many underground streams. In fact, it predates the bulk of the drinking fountains and cattle troughs that still exist around London today.
2: I wish the audience could see what Maddie and I look like right now.
0: <laughs> I'm just, I'm more offended that the, that there are drinking fountains that still exist that were kind of from this time. No thanks. Burn it down. like I need to know which ones they are before I go anywhere near that city. Exactly. They just highlight, these were built when you didn't want them to be Mhm. <laughs> no touching these
1: are not water bottle friendly
0: <laughs> pumps this is when, this is when you don't reduce reuse or
2: recycle so we all, we're all in agreement already without still knowing a damn thing that this is the most haunted pump like if you could if you were so sensitive you would just see people standing around and going no don't get back i turn back if I were you don't breathe in <laughs>
1: This well was part of a survey of London in 1598 by John Stowe. In his survey, he mentions the well within Aldgate as being near the gibbet where the bailiff of Romford was executed. So this well was like right next to where a guy was gibbeted, which is great.
0: What's...
2: Yeah, you go right ahead. Gibbeted?
0: Yeah, what's, what's a gibbet? What's... gibbeting is
1: where they would put people in the cage. Remember? They put mm. their dead body in the cage and hang the cage there until the body rotted away.
2: Oh, I know that oh, one. The pieces like yep. the pieces fall the off and they're all like,
1: give it yeah." Yep. Yep.
2: I want an ankle. Give me that knee.
1: I got his tibia. No. no, 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 no. Yep. So that was by the well. Just keeping things great.
0: It's a start of aquaphobia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How many finger bones and loose, errant teeth do you think they would find if they dug up that well? That just sort of
0: tong, tong, tong,
1: tong, 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 I wonder if they would consider them like good luck tokens. Like, oh, I got a
0: tooth with my water.
2: <laughs> if I got an 800 year old tooth, I might. If the root still has blood on it, I don't know how excited I might be. Yeah. Less, less so. I know how much excited I'd be. I'd be less so.
0: Less excited. Yes. I'd be like, you know, I don't need a bath today. Mm-mm. Or drink ever you again. You never said don't. So,
2: I'm just going to put more powder on my face. <laughs> yep. Can I, yeah, can I interject? I did an episode in this time period in England, and the church considered bathing sinful. Mm-hmm. And so, the most prideful people may once a month dip themselves lightly into some kind of bucket of water up to the armpits, maybe armpits, maybe not, and then come right back out. And that's it. And then, if they were wealthy, they would take flower petals and just smash them in their armpits, you know, just. Just get them in there, get them all around. And then that was, that was, that was, that was it. That was hygiene. I mean, they didn't, soap wasn't a thing yet. Shampoo wasn't a thing yet. Conditioner no, wasn't, a thing yet. No, wasn't a thing yet. Toothpaste wasn't a thing yet. Combs weren't things yet.
1: That's why wigs were so big and they were so gross because people had lice. And so they'd have to like shave their heads and wear wigs. wigs.
2: are their own episode by themselves. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Wigs are disgusting. Oh we covered wigs and they are nasty.
2: You know what I said at the end of my episode about this horrific period in time? Was that <laughs> I know how many people are just head over heels in love with this time period and all things Victorian and just the romance of it. But I'm telling you, Jane Eyre smelled worse than anything you've ever sat beside on a bus or a subway. Yeah,
0: yep. Any day of the week. And they're like, where do you want to... What would you time travel to it's like nowhere i die immediately are you kidding there's no <laughs> insulin it's, a, it's called the walking curse until like 1912
1: all right like, <laughs> don't No. how about i go into the future where i don't need to worry about it i just because don't I insulin don't falls from the yet.
0: trees
2: all right i, just, I got it i got a question you know. are you yeah. are you just traveling there by some kind of genie magic or are you taking a machine because if you're taking a machine, my advice is just eat in the machine. Just bring your own food. Don't go out for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not, nothing.
0: It's like when you travel, don't eat, don't eat the local food for like first couple of days while your body completes. <laughs> don't drink yeah. <eat> the
2: water. <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> what true. old English for meeting Montezuma was, but I, I've got a weird feeling we're going to find out.
0: <laughs> okay, so back to gibbet. Sorry. Now that we know that it's gross, yeah. proceed.
2: And uh, And not ideally positioned.
0: No. Allgate proper was one of the six original
1: gates into the city of London. This well was like right next to one of the six main gates into the city.
0: So it's like, you know, when butlers at fancy parties are like at the door with champagne. It's just that pomp being like, Welcome to London. Here's here's your well.
2: <laughs> all I can picture are the fifty thousand horses walking past this thing. Just <laughs> emptying out all over. Yep. Oh. Was mm. it a cover? That's what I want to know. What Did it have a grate? Was it yeah. covered? Did they try to put something over it?
1: Well, we're getting there. Oh, God. Mm. The earliest <laughs> illustration of the pump, not the well.
2: Maddie, the worst case scenario is she tells us. She,
1: yes. She was made in 1798. Okay. So, f- like, almost 600 years after it was first made into a well. Just a smidge west of where the original ancient well was located. The pump was constructed into an obelisk with large square-cut stones and placed upon a heavy base with iron lamp brackets on all four faces and a large lantern on the top. A long, thin handle located on the side of the obelisk allowed the drinker to pump the water from beneath it.
0: So it's already a portal to hell, is what you're saying. (laughs) As
2: you're saying this, all I'm hearing is, and a long, thin hand is just there, (laughs) body just, it's on it.
0: You
1: just shake it it just holds your hand It's like,
0: oh, we met this way.
1: It does the weird, like, the tickle your palm thing when you, like, hold it and shake its hand It's It's just really (laughs) gross, you're just like (laughs) pull your hand away (sighs) At the time the Allgate pump was used to measure distances into Essex
0: and Middlesex
2: Like a Greenwich kind of a thing
0: A mile marker, yeah once you see the pump, mm. you know you're going somewhere. I don't know if it's good or bad.
2: Yep. I Think it's to death. So, yeah. I'm at the pump and now I'm measuring the rest I'm measuring my time. I once you're at the pump and you utilize this pump, I'm guessing that you can now measure your time span like <laughs> the on guy. the number of fingers you have.
0: Yep. How far can I make it to Middlesex before I expire? Can I make it <laughs> home after I just ingested this water?
2: She hasn't even said anything about the water. We're really jumping to conclusions. I here.
0: know. I haven't even got there yet. The
1: pump provided free water for the locals and became noted as the spot that marked the start of the east end of London. Okay. It wasn't a unique structure in London by any means. Several were constructed around the city in an effort to provide clean water to the
0: people.
2: For what it's worth. So, for what
0: it's worth. So they tried. They tried. A There for was, effort. There was a, a good intention mm-hmm. behind the satanic symbol of the obelisk <laughs> <laughs> with the haunted yep. hand. <laughs> like free water, children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Drinking you will absorb your bones. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's good for your bones.
2: (laughs) Is something bad going to happen with bones?
1: Keep that in mind, the good good. for your bones. In 1860, it was mentioned in Charles Dickens' The Uncommercial Traveler when he wrote, quote, My day's business beckoned me to the east end of London. I had turned my face to that part of the compass and had got past Allgate Pump, end quote. In 1868, the pump was famous for its water, which was described as, quote, bright, sparkling, and cool, and of an agreeable taste. I quote. thought you
2: were going to say a color. You were going to describe some kind of tone, some kind of taupe.
0: <laughs> Mauve. So, it, <laughs> so they liked the taste. And of they it. liked it. Yep.
2: Relative to.
0: And it's sparkling? Is that mm-hmm. debris? Why don't we discuss it? Well, water shouldn't sparkle. Alright, I've got
2: a new philosophy. If you go back in time and you're thirsty, just lay down with your mouth open and wait for it to rain.
0: Mm-hmm. Or for
1: a passing horse, apparently.
2: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> if you get that kink, you're great. You nope. <laughs> I'm not into water sports, but I like what you did there, Maddie. Thanks. It wasn't until a few years later that it earned the moniker of the Pump of Death.
0: What, like a week later? They're like, great, it tastes awesome, and then everyone goes and dies. (laughs) Well, this was, like, shortly after. Two weeks later.
2: It sounds like a TripAdvisor (laughs) 180 or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. As we've seen throughout history, London has been home to numerous epidemics, and in June of 1866, it was an outbreak of cholera. An outbreak that was traced back to the Allgate Pump and the Old Well, located below it.
2: Uh, oh, how many people drank at this thing regularly? Like in a day, you figure. I I mean, the answer is already too many. No, it's uh... If it's more than 4, it's too much.
0: Well, if it's at the intersection of two suburbs and an entrance oh, into God. London, I'm guessing like hundreds every hundreds day. Hundreds if not thousands every day.
2: I got to get me a cup of that sweet, sweet, sparkly, bright mauve all gate juice to celebrate the crossing. Successful. Oh god. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because you know you're traveling and you you walk in and you see a water pump. I can't wait to tell you the next part. Oh my god. Okay.
1: Funny story. After Is the it? outbreak started, they tried to figure out what was causing it. Sin. <laughs> did you say sin? She, she did me? say sin. Nice.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> so for the next hundred and fifty years. <laughs>
1: Everyone died of cholera. So it turns out that the water supply, which came from as far away as Hampstead, that fed the pump was contaminated,
0: but not in the way you would probably expect. Okay, how far away is Hampstead? Just for my own, just like, as far away as, like...
2: Also, I think it's pronounced hope.
0: 5.7 miles. Still, That's a lot. That is a mm-hmm. lot. That is a lot of ground. where probably lots of pups.
2: That is, hold on, I can is do this. Great. Thirty-four thousand one hundred eighty Dodge caravans, parked end go. to end. There you go. I normally don't do those conversions live, but
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs>
2: I'll have to have a little lay down after this.
0: You should. Dodge is going to be like, please keep our name out of <laughs> it. <don't laughs> no, <think about laughs> <cholera. laughs> <laughs> Dodge does not. It's the cholera caravan, you
1: know. How much
2: cholera can you fit (laughs) into a Dodge caravan? Oh, that's disgusting. I will actually calculate that and let you know on social.
1: Sorry. Sorry, (laughs) not sorry. So the water that was feeding through the pump contained sediment and calcium from dead bodies in the cemetery nearby.
2: Leaching into the water supply? Mm -hmm. Hold on. wait, 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 wait. So, okay, everything you just said, plus they poltergeisted the water supply? Mm Mm-hmm. Oof.
0: So it
1: tasted good because of long pig. (laughs) Remember that quote-unquote agreeable taste that I mentioned? It was people.
2: It was people, Seltzer?
1: Apparently that was calcium, which, fun fact, is in bones. I hate it.
0: So now you know
1: that dead people apparently are really tasty because of the calcium.
0: Do you think LaCroix will come out with a Halloween flavor and it's just calcium? I hope so. LaCroix, you can reach out. Your people they, can talk to our it's people. It's always like, you know, the joke of it's breathing in the essence of whatever it is.
2: If we can get a beverage sponsor together, I'm happy to not describe cholera in any terms that they might like.
0: <laughs> it's ghost flavored. People? Question mark.
2: Oh, I just had a really Skeletal? awful thought, too. <laughs> If you drank water, water doesn't have calories. If you add flavoring of any kind to it, you're going to add calories. But if it's water with cholera in it, given whatever it is you're going to tell us, and I don't even want to know the whole details, even though I already know all the details, is cholera water calorie negative?
1: I was just going to say, does it, like, remove calories?
2: I mean, it's <laughs> obviously diet it? sauce, but...
1: <laughs> well, there's sauce,
0: apparently, in a, in a, in a sense, yes. Ah, oh, here
2: we go. <laughs> okay. So. All right. We signed up for this. Yes. Hit us.
0: I didn't. I have to show up, and she just does this every week. (laughs) You are contractually (laughs) obligated to be here,
1: whether you want to or not, and I delight in it every single week. (laughs) (laughs) All told, the cholera epidemic in the East End of London claimed 5,596 lives, but not just as a result of contaminated water. It was also due to overcrowding.
2: All right, I've already got so many questions. How long did this last? So you got six thousand people. How long did that take for? Like, do people stop using it because they couldn't reach it anymore? Because there were too many dead people all over it, or
0: it's just a pile. Wasn't like, there? A I'm pump? so tired of crawling <laughs> over these dead people. To the, to was the magic a water all the time.
1: What is, what is this random hand doing sticking out here? I kind of want to play with it.
2: Hey, what's it's squirting out of both ends of that it. guy and that guy and that guy and that other guy? Is that guy? that water it from hurt.
0: the well? If I can use that instead of drinking the well, because they're closer. What's the think first?
2: It, oh, London's first drinking fountain.
0: Ugh. It lasted a couple years. It's the human centipede fountains. Gross.
2: But that's still at least ten people a day. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Minimum.
0: Yeah. And they were like. Hmm, something might be wrong. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe they weren't drinking enough of the water. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord. What a bad time for a hydration campaign.
0: Right. No sponsorships there. Lots of sponsorships for ale. Water tastes like teeth, because it is. <laughs> yep. Just so many advertisements for ale. They're like apple juice. We don't taste like dead people. We don't put any water in it.
2: Every time you say that, I'm just here A-I-L. Like ale. <laughs>
1: It does not cure what ails you, because it is what ails you.
2: Oh, I'm ever so curious. Please, please tell me more.
1: Yes. The pump was updated in 1871 to how it looks today. The stone bands in a wavy design were added, as well as a wolf's head spout that includes a push button, which was added between 1880 and 1912. The wolf head supposedly symbolizes it as where the last wolf
0: in London was slain, which I don't like.
2: Oh, and thrown into the well, I'm sure.
0: Yep. Yeah, with his family and
2: all the other dead. Oh, okay. Yep,
0: yep. And everyone who drinks it becomes a werewolf. Mm-hmm. First.
2: Ah, yum. <laughs> Chef's kiss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the lycanthropy lacroix
2: <laughs> Only six thousand bottles available. <laughs>
1: Contact our people. So the outbreak in eighteen sixty six wasn't the only one to be caused by water. In the mid eighteen seventies, the water was once again polluted by organic matter of all kinds, from the dead and the living. We talked about this.
2: Wait, they converted it into a public toilet?
0: Yeah. Kind of oh no! yeah. yeah.
2: still Stop the Stop th- nodding. No <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah.
1: Yep. The people of London continued to drink from the Aldgate pump, refusing to believe that the water was contaminated. Ye old fake news. <laughs> Even when it started to quote-unquote taste funny and contain more solid chunks than usual, which means there were solid chunks before.
0: The sparkles. I'm telling you, that, was, the sparkles waxing, that was waxing poetic unnecessarily.
2: I don't want to jump ahead, but is the sparkles? Does it have something to do with decomposition and lie creation or something like that? Are they turning into Probably. soap down there?
1: Probably, likely. Probably.
2: Uh, uh, oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh man! In a different world, this thing could have turned into the first uh, hand soap dispenser.
1: Oh my god, you're right. And it would have come out of a cute little wolf head.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Your hands get all beautifully <laughs> clean, and then everyone accuses you of being a witch, and then uh, yeah. Into the pump with you. (laughs) Into the pump you go. And then you become the soap.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. Full circle soap.
2: Yep.
1: Circle of lie.
0: Cleaned by what kills you. Yep. A local vicar
1: took water samples in October of 1875 and sent them out to be examined. As you can probably imagine, the results were horrifying. The sanitary record reported water as, quote, positively impure, contaminated, and dangerous, end quote, the water was being pulled from a stream that ran not only beneath several new cemeteries that were being built around North London, but it was also polluted with sewage and human remains.
0: I can't go to London ever. I just, I can't.
2: If you wanted to make this the most polluted well of all time, I, oh my God, you think, uh
0: And just think it's... It's not the only one. Yeah. It's like,
1: you know what we should do with all these pipes? We should build cemeteries on top of these pipes. We're it
2: brilliant. goes back Saddam Hussein, <laughs> Mussolini, Hitler, <laughs> that guy. The guy the city <laughs> early London city planners.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Whoa,
2: just roasting in hell. <laughs> oh my. It's
0: no. like the person who made the bone bread recipe in France. Yep.
2: I don't think it's anything like that at all. That sounds more, way more lovely. How many cemeteries dumped into this thing? I don't know, but it was a lot. Because it sounded like at least three or four. Yeah. And I know zero is optimal.
1: Mm-hmm. Several implies more than four, I think. So a decent amount, yes.
2: I'm just picturing traveling back to that age. Someone is there saying, I'm going to collect a sample, and they bring up a little vial, and they hand it and you close it and just throw it as far as you can. I'm trying to remember when matches were invented, but you just start lobbing matches down into this thing. If that doesn't work, then when was concrete invented? And you fill this thing with concrete. Because it sounds like if you had literally shoved a horse down Mm -hmm. into this hole and it got stuck by the legs and still had the tail and ass and everything sticking out of it, people would still try to drink out of that thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. They'd be
0: like... I don't know. Yeah. It's free. So. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not going to argue with that.
0: Yeah. We love a good bargain. (laughs) We do. Even if it's going to kill us. We're like,
1: at least I didn't pay for it. In an article published on April 15th, 1876, it stated, and this is kind of long. It really paints a picture for you. So. Quote. The bad state of the water from Allgate Pump has again been brought before the notice of the commissioners of sewers by Dr. Sedwick Saunders, who, with Professor Wanklin, I love that name, <laughs> state that the water, which is very much in the same condition as it was last year, contains an unusual quantity of solids in solution, namely about five times as much as ordinary London drinking water. Those solids consist of sulfates, chlorides, and other salts of the alkalies and alkaline earth. A water charged with so much of those mineral matters, as that of the Algate pump undoubtedly is, ceases to be drinking water and passes into the category of mineral waters. Oh that, no! So, so it's just fancy now. It's just so fancy.
2: Oh, they took a cheap beer and they made it premium by changing the content. Oh mm-hmm. no!
1: The specially objectionable peculiarity of the water of the Altgate pump is that it is charged with effete organic matter, as is shown by the quantity of albuminoid ammonia which it yields, and also by the excessive quantities of free ammonia and of chlorine which it contains.
2: The ammonia I get, with the chlor- where'd the chlor- oh, man, you'd almost hope for cl- chlorine or chloride?
1: Chlorine.
2: Oh, for God's sakes,
1: Professor (laughs) Wanklin says, quote, some years ago, I made an analysis of the sewage taken from the fleet ditch sewer. If I were called upon to make an imitation of the water flowing from Aldgate pump, I might submit the sewage of the fleet ditch to a slight filtration and have a fair imitation of the produce of the Aldgate pump. It is hardly necessary to state that the water of the Aldgate pump is not a safe beverage at any time. And that in periods of epidemic disease, it is highly dangerous. This pump ought to have been closed long ago on sanitary grounds, end quote. But it was free.
2: And you're correct. That was so beautifully alliterative. And alliterative. And you know what? Maybe that was the issue of the age. They talked way too pretty. Mm-hmm. They needed to be more direct. Right. This thing has ghosts in it. Yep. You're drinking ghosts.
0: This is poison.
1: It's
2: witch water. Just pick something they're afraid of. You were just...
1: literally drinking your butt water. That's yeah, that's all I needed to say. You're drinking butt water.
2: No, I think you'd have to say <laughs> it was ghosts or something. I don't even yeah. think butt water would turn them off.
1: That's true. Just say it was a sin. It's a sin it's to it. drink from it. It's, it's a sin to drink. Right the, name. <laughs> the medical officer also states, quote, the coming warm weather will materially increase the risk attached to the use of the water for drinking no, and domestic no. purposes and I cannot shrink from my duty of again pressing the subject upon your attention, and earnestly entreating you to take prompt action with a view of closing forever this subtle but certain source of disease. Should the custodians of the pump consent to the closing of the well, it might be a public convenience to erect a standpipe to be supplied on the constant services with the new river main, or the pump itself might give place to a drinking fountain for man and beast, end quote.
2: But uh, which river? Because the Thames around this point had that feces crisis. There was a historical, mm-hmm. yep. the feces, the parliamentary feces crisis. Yeah, like
1: the, the Great Stink of what was that? The Great Stink.
2: 1858? You're 1878? right, 1858. Whoa, look at me. God. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't realize that you could get sick by ingesting gross stuff they thought that by smelling it you might die so they thought parliament might die mm-hmm. and then parliament put curtains in their window to try to stop the stink mm-hmm. lo and behold curtains didn't work and in the summer they said it would get kind of crusty enough to the point where you could walk out on it like mm-hmm. it was a frozen lake
1: remember they put lye in it to try to yeah. like kill off yeah. all the gross bacteria yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have just set that thing on fire I mean, then they had a great probably fire. probably would have still been afraid.
1: burning for quite some time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Then it would have been the great fire of 1858. The great smelly fire of
2: 1858. Europe's Cuyahoga River. Come, see. <laughs>
0: Smell, flee. What kind of, like, gas would that... Ooh, I the tear gas. tear gas of 1859. The last part of the article is, acting
1: under these representations, the commissioners of sewers will forthwith put themselves into communication with the ward and parochial authorities and take such other steps as may be necessary for the closing, compulsory if need be, of the pump, end
2: quote. Damn, that is some real non-committal stuff right there.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? I feel like the sewer commissioners are like, no, that sounds really hard. That sounds like a lot of work. I don't really like that guy, so I don't really want to talk to him, and like, it's free water, so...
2: You know what's amazing about this? I'm actually just finishing up. I'm about to record an episode on a sewer disaster in Mexico, yes. and it was horrifying. I mean, it was large—it <laughs> was large-scale horrifying. But it mm-hmm. is nothing compared to the reality of even walking past this pump. I imagine walking down this street is gotta be some kind of dangerous.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ugh. the wishy-washy nature. Was pretty spot on because the water continued to kill hundreds of people and until finally an investigation was launched by the medical offer of health for the city after which the pump was finally closed after this the water supply was immediately fixed when it was moved slightly west from its previous location and connected to the mains water supply by the new river company of islington the pump continues to be a beloved landmark although it was permanently shut down in the 20th century. Why so late?
2: Good lord, yes. Mm-hmm. Why? 300 years? 200 yeah. years.
1: Yeah. The Allgate pump received grade 2 status in 1950, protecting it as a national landmark. There's some other fun things about it.
0: Yeah, but they were afraid if they destroyed it, all the demons would come out. Hell immediately. yeah. That's a fair assessment. It's a horcrux for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No one could. I mean, you've seen their prime ministers over there.
1: Yeah, this is true. And their new king. But I digress. It was restored in 2019 by the Heritage of London Trust. Over the years, a great deal of the structure needed to be fixed. The bands around the pump were worn down. There were poor cement patch jobs and part of the stone base had been broken. The lantern at the top of the obelisk had also been lost, so it needed to be replaced. It's believed that the gas lamp vanished in 1927 when a bus hit the pump and almost destroyed it, although there were also reports that it might have been lost or stolen sometime between 1900 and 1907.
0: That bus driver tried so hard to kill the evil and he just (laughs) couldn't.
1: He couldn't do it. it. He tried so hard.
2: And they repaired this thing constantly. And immediately, I just picture anybody just lifting it up, sticking their head over it. And then just immediately just throwing up (laughs) into the thing, and everybody's watching, and nobody cares. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: They think this is fine. Yep. There's there's an old saying that a friend of mine said. He said, what do you get if you take a bucket of feces and you put in some wine? And you say, well, feces. And then he said, what do you get if you have a bucket of wine and you put in a drop of feces? He said, the answer is feces still. Because it doesn't take a lot,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> doesn't
2: take much, and this thing no. is a dispenser. Yep, mm-hmm. oh. it
0: had a button after, after it had a, a button while. too.
1: Mm-hmm. Holt went through great pains to restore all gate pump to its former glory as close to the original design as possible. Not working, ironically, reconstructing the obelisk with a type of limestone. This is ironic because limestone is primarily made of calcium carbonate. Which gives water and quote, agreeable taste. End quote. I
0: it all that
2: guy. Mineral water.
0: That okay. The reason why he did it is because he's the one that it's powering. Yep. He's like,
2: that's his horcrux. That's his horcrux. Who me?
0: No. 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 Oh. The guy that made it out alive. The guy that. Oh, was, like, I hate that limestone. Too. Ugh, yeah.
2: that guy's the worst.
0: So
1: then the ghost can go through it, and he's like, "This is mine."
0: He's like, "I'll absorb more powers." <laughs>
1: Further improvements included installing a new lantern that was handmade to the original specs with an upgrade to electricity. The pump handle has been locked in place, thank God, and the large basin that once sat below the mouth of the pump has been replaced with a small drain.
2: If you had an outhouse that was full, and I mean like over the top full, just like a a mountain, stick, it's done. Yep. And I say, you know what, I'm putting some siding on there and a rather lovely weather vane on top. And, it, ha- and it, it has HBO now. It's still, <laughs>
0: it's still <laughs> full of shit. I still need to burn it. Yeah, still need to burn
2: it. So I love all these little like uh, flourishes and whatnot they do mm-hmm. to make it
0: mm-hmm. pretty oh, beautiful.
2: Man, alive! They should just call this thing a suicide booth.
1: They should seriously. An interpretation panel was also added to part of the obelisk to share its history to passersby. The plaque reads as follows: "Quote the Aldgate Pump." A well for fresh drinking water has been on this site since the 13th century. The Aldgate pump has been a landmark point for visitors to East London, mentioned by Charles Dickens and in traditional rhyme and song. In 1876, the pump's water was connected to the mains water supply after the old well was found to be contaminated. The current Portland stone obelisk dates from the 18th century. The brass wolf's head spout is 19th century. The lantern on top is a handmade replica of the original lost around 1900, repaired and restored in 2019 by the city of London corporation with the assistance of the heritage of London trust and a gift
0: from miss Anthea gray end quote. And it killed a bunch of people idiots.
2: Yeah. Somebody needs to take a sharpie to that thing and do a little crossing out little, you know, little adjustments.
0: (laughs) Murdered people.
2: Couple (laughs) notes, Just a few notes.
0: Murdered
1: a few more people. On that note, I will leave you with a popular song from the height of the epidemic that goes a little something like this. Quote, Flow down, false rivulet, to the sea, thy sewage wave deliver. No longer will I quaff from thee forever and forever. The dust of citizens of yore who dwelt beside the river and leakages of sewers pour into thy stream Forever. A thousand hands may pump from thee, a thousand pails deliver. their sparkling draughts, but not to me, forever and forever. Oh, let them lock thy nozzle up, and drain thee to the river. Nor any mortal fill his cup again from
0: thee forever. Why did everybody love this thing so much? Shut
2: up. It's gross. (laughs) Burn it. For real. (laughs) They had cannons back there. They should have practiced cannons on it.
1: They should have.
2: And that song. Poo poo, What do you do? Off to the yep. sea. Bye.
0: Yep. Off Ugh. to the sea. We're drinking dead people. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. The my dust lord. of your
2: Oh my lord. That
0: was the bones. That was the dead yes. people. Got
2: it. You know, see, okay. okay. <laughs> so a second short episode I'm working on right now deals with lead poisoning.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
2: And nice. now I just I'm just <laughs> Would I rather have lead poisoning or would I rather live in London? So now I want to do some (laughs) kind of special, so do I want to, would you rather live in Victorian London or would you rather live in Flint? Who still doesn't have clean drinking water, by the way. I've been saying that since Mm -hmm. I was a kid.
1: Yep. Oh, God damn it, Lindsay. Flint is the Allgate pump. Ugh, it's
2: America's America's Allgate pump. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a lot of dead horses, though.
1: No, yet. So we kind of like brushed over cholera, and you know you lots about that. cholera. So so share, share some cholera stuff.
2: So you woke up in the middle of the night, and you accidentally drank out of your toilet. Would you know what to do? <laughs> <laughs> cholera is a bacteria that... It's one of the most common bacteria in the world. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of choleras, the same way as we have thousands and thousands of coronaviruses that have been around longer than we as a species have. Mm-hmm. There's only, I think, two, maybe three strains of cholera that affect us. So we all have cholera in our guts, but we don't have those very specific strains that just mm-hmm. turn everything on. And when I say turn everything on, what I mean to say is cholera gets into your body, it could take a couple hours, it could take four days, but it attacks the gut. And what it does in the gut, it creates this like a hydrostatic shock that is a result of the idea that this thing wants so much hydration, it wants every ounce of fluid in your body. Mm-hmm. So the way cholera works is you think of these diseases as smart, like they make you sneeze or they make you do mm-hmm. this or whatever to pass mm-hmm. it on. Cholera takes. All the fluid from your body, it will It will take the fluid from your eyes, it will take fluids from your skin, it'll take fluids out of your blood, it takes fluids out of your fat. So when a person gets cholera, they completely emaciate and just completely disappear into themselves, except, like, fat deposits stay. And so they look really lumpy, they don't look shrunken, they look like they were attacked by something weird, like they were melted in the sun. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is, because, you know what, how much do you think you could lose out of your mouth and your butt just in water in a day? (laughs) Plus or minus 20 pounds? What do you think? More or less?
1: More. Okay, I'll do devil's advocate and do less.
2: 44 pounds.
1: Wow. Of liquid
2: feces flying out of you, because it just wants to spread itself as a germ on every surface so when it's on the ground, people walk on it and they bring it into their homes. Flies land on it and then land on surfaces. It travels from surface to surface. You get it on your hands. Now you're cooking with it. You're touching food. Like it's just, you know, everything we know about coronavirus, only mm-hmm. more because nobody wants cholera. Mm-hmm. And so they used to call it the blue death because once your blood turns into, it turns into this kind of a black tar that you try to throw up. Mm-hmm. You know It's just coming out of everywhere. And because your blood is turned into this really thick, say syrup but it's really more like a ketchup like it's non-natonian blood now which natonian blood is the kind of stuff you want you want the stuff that kind of like (laughs) flies around you know just can't wait to get out of you except in this case it's only the cholera it's only your it's all your moisture and it comes flying out of you and what do they say what the funny thing is because it's a bacteria you can fight it off with antibiotics but once you have it They don't even care about the antibiotics. They'll start them right away. But really, all they really care about is getting as much fluid into you as possible. So fluid resuscitation is is really the cure because they just need to keep you alive. If you weighed 200 pounds and you crapped 50 of them a day, it won't work. But eventually you'd have to liquefy your bones and just start spraying out bone dust or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you'd be inside out. You'd weigh zero and you'd be dead. Mm that you would die previous to that. But you've only you're on a clock right yep. and and you have to deliver oh the boss is screaming he wants 44 pounds of feces a day so you need to replace those fluids cuz again it'll take it from the grossest places possible and it just it leaves you a wreck
0: no
2: yeah i mean well no i agree with you no no, no. <laughs> no. that was really gross and really disgusting <laughs> now obviously dead bodies is a fine way to get a cholera bug into you
0: Mm -hmm.
2: remember before when you were saying this is right at the intersection where two subdivisions meet and so it it was you know kind of an kind of a place kind of a destination to say oh Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get a glass of water i just survived a bridge crossing it's covered in dead horses (laughs) Fifty thousand horses work today in london a horse will live for like 30 years how long do you think a horse in london would live like a really old horse (laughs) two years Two to three years. Yeah. And when they die, like when anything dies in London, it falls over. And that's it. And what happens is they have people who come to cut up animals and people and whatnot to move them because they're so heavy. But what they realize is that's a pain in the ass cutting up bodies. So what they did, ready? Madison, Mm -hmm. I'm very sorry for this.
0: They just poured acid on them or something, didn't they? No, they
2: just waited until they softened up and bloated. Because once they had putrefied, then they could just really saw through this thing. What would happen to let them know that the thing was ready to be cut up? Picture you're on your way to whatever fancy opera, perhaps. You're in your finest. You're walking through the streets. You've got your heels on, because there's obviously feces there no matter what. And you're walking by and you hear some flies and you look down. You're like, oh, there's some large furred bag with some hoop and they would explode yeah. on people. Just blast outward. Too much gas in a bag that loses its ability to hold it in. Yep, 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 yep. Blow. Blow. And the scary thing is people would get scared and they would look and you know what that would happen? <laughs> they would have yeah. liquid horse in their unblinking eyes and oh, their God. screaming mouth and nostrils and maybe even their ears. Who knows? But they,
0: and they, they got it. Out. They uh-uh. it
2: off. No, because they didn't believe in it. Back then, all you really needed to do was just a good wiping. If you could wipe stuff off well and you weren't discolored by it too, too much, people were okay with it. It's kind of a thing. So, oh, sorry. I wasn't just saying that to be <laughs> gross. comes around to a circle. No? Okay. I'm going to guess that that's where a lot of the cholera would have come from. And that's discounting the three to four cemeteries and the dead, regular dead body parts raining in, and mm-hmm. this next and next and next and next and all the other ways that crap and poo and pee and dead feces and whatnot came flying into this thing.
0: Just all the exploding bodies everywhere on the way to the
2: pump? Because washing hands wasn't a thing. So if you have 5,000, 6,000 people using this pump, they're all touching the pump and that the bacteria can live on the surface and it's constantly being replenished. So every new person who comes, who previously didn't have cholera now does, because the next thing they do, they're going to put their hands in their eyes, their mouth, their nose, you know, because it's really difficult for humans not to. And that's that they don't even need to take a drink and they could catch cholera just by being there, just touching the same surfaces.
1: Well, not only that, but a lot of families would live in like these tiny one room tenements. So there'd be like six to eight people in one space. So if one person has cholera, you all have cholera. Yeah. Like you're basically just putting like yourself into little like death boxes, basically.
2: Would you rather share a room with a family all infected with cholera or have to get human centipeded for a long weekend?
0: Be in the room. Yeah, I'd yeah? die faster.
2: Yeah, actually, that's probably true.
0: I don't mm-hmm. want to ingest anybody's
2: cholera and you'd fluids. You'd
0: probably go unconscious at some point from dehydration well
2: neither of you seem excited about either option so i would rather die in a
0: box (laughs) (laughs) i'll take the walking curse actually it sounds really good right now i'll take ye old diabetes yeah you like show up as i'm
1: sitting there in a room with like eight people who are all just like shitting and vomiting all over each other and then you're just like
0: diabetes you just like walk out gotta (laughs) go diabetes (laughs) gotta go Uh.
2: Can I tell you something? I could feel my blood pressure rising during most of this episode. And then once the reality of it's sinking in, I can feel it actually dropping below what it normally is. And feel just like, oh, mm. this,
1: just got all lightheaded.
2: This, yeah, this must be swooning.
1: There you go. Oh, so this week's podcast plug is actually going to be Doomsday Podcast. <gasps> so what? why don't you tell our listeners about your show?
2: All right, I'll do my best. Although, and I say this every single time, I'm terrible at plugging. So here we go. Doomsday, history's most dangerous podcast. That's the easiest way to look this thing up. Doomsday is, how to explain, everybody's so grossed out by it. It's...
0: It's your anxiety thoughts collected. With actual disasters.
2: It's basically, I tell horror stories about true life events throughout history. Disasters. But these are disasters that have gone under the radar... They've been forgotten. No one's ever heard of them. But there's wonderful life lessons to be learned from these horrific disasters. Mm
1: -hmm. And I
2: do them with full recreations as much as I can to try to really drive the point home about how dangerous these things can be. And then I also try to educate just in the off chance that you might ever catch cholera, that you might know what to do. Yep. Just save a life. And it's been working and I've been loving it yeah. and it's it's a lot of fun yes. I would invite anyone to come listen just look up History's Most Dangerous Podcast wherever podcasts are available you can find us on socials at Doomsday Pod on all the socials or you can fire me an email to DoomsdayPod at gmail.com
0: it's,
1: it's hard you did it's it it's the
2: worst part tell us about the inside of your stomach lining uh, shedding itself great no problem how many minutes do you want tell <laughs> us about the show that you do uh <laughs> <laughs> it on internet <laughs>
0: I speak and people listen sometimes.
2: Oh, this episode make not think make so good.
1: Well, we have a really good would you rather listener question this week. Who's it from? It comes from the mystery people that run the Yield Crime Out of Context Twitter account. Are you familiar with them, Brad? I am. have Have you seen this?
2: Oh, I've seen it. Oh, it's a thing.
1: It's a thing and I love it. Would you rather fart every time you laugh Or belch every time you're introduced to someone new. Hello. Does the fart smell? I would imagine it does, because most farts smell. And belch.
2: Does the burp linger?
0: I think it depends on what you ate for the day. Good, belch. safer to say excuse me after that.
2: I'm going burp. Yeah. I'm a great burper. Uh, And I don't get to do it enough. My daughter hates it so much that I've trained myself not to burp. But, (laughs) I mean, if it was some kind of... If the people at Yule Crime out of context or dying to know, then yeah, I want to burp. I mean, I'd fart every time I laugh because laughter's already contagious. But if you're sitting there
0: just farting, la-
2: just laugh farting,
0: just yeah. crop dusting people,
2: everybody's going to be laugh farting and leaving, obviously, but laughing as they're making their way out, Get, or at least yeah. just getting away from you.
0: Nobody would watch a comedy special
1: with you ever. See, and I think I would go for the farting. I would do the fart every really? time you laugh, just because it would add to the comedic factor.
2: I would love to do alternate weeks. Like, I'd love to go to the <laughs> movies for a week and just be that guy.
0: Just work at a, company, uh, a just... comedy bar?
2: Yeah, just get improv every single night. <laughs> Laughing at my own jokes.
0: That's how comedians know they've made it, is whether or not there's a smell to the room. <laughs> Someone laughing and being like, pretty great. Pum. It was horrific in there. I could barely breathe. Great job. It smelled like cholera water in there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, somebody kill us.
1: So there you go. The people of Yield Crime Out of Context. Thank you for that question. Alternate weeks. Alternate weeks. That's the, that's the correct answer. I just want better. I just want better.
2: Networking and then just entertaining and networking and entertaining. And I switch. There
1: you go. All right. What is something good you'd like to share? Who wants to start? Not I, said so the fly.
2: Not it. Touch my nose.
0: Okay. Go. So I traveled for work for the first time with my new job. Mm-hmm. And I met one of my new coworkers for the first time. He was really cool. And one of the highlights of the week was this really adorable bartender named Dean who worked at the hotel bar at the top floor of this building in Jefferson City. And the first night we were there, we were, like, on our laptops, drinking waters, talking to him. And he was, like, "Uh, the most haunted house in in America is just down the street. He pointed out, and he's, like, and then there's the Haunted Penitentiary where uh, a bunch of windows were blown out. And for a couple hundred bucks, you can spend the night. And, like, just told us about, like, all the horrific things by us and how, like, he doesn't feel safe at night when he (laughs) closes. And we both kind of just immediately fell in love with him and would go upstairs every day. He was like there just to hang out. And he was going to go on a lovely vacation with his partner to the Carolinas. So hopefully... (laughs) Hey, Dean, I hope i have a great trip.
1: (laughs) To the Carolinas, which I I guarantee you are more haunted than Jefferson City, Missouri.
0: And he's going to go through like Pigeon Forge and stuff too. Oh my god. Yep. So this dude loves creepy things and so oh. I was like okay have fun and the the most haunted place in America is a bed and breakfast Duh. it's an Airbnb obviously we should and go I, to there no oh come on
2: you know you what know. you don't want to do is go to an Airbnb beside a penitentiary
0: the, that a tornado hit and didn't <laughs> get and didn't eliminate yeah the tornado was like this one's too good I can't I can't knock it down it's too hot can't touch it sorry <laughs> there's too many ghosts it's protecting too, many go-
2: too much respect
0: the ghost protected it
2: you do you real did estate. you
0: what's your something good brad
2: my something good actually is a text that came from my wife earlier aww nope <laughs> <laughs> okay uh I was just in the car in the parking lot. I was on the phone and I looked up to see a Muslim family who had been parked facing me. The youngest kid girl, about eight, not realizing, not realizing I'm sitting here, points to our car and says, wow, look at all the time that car's been hit. (laughs) Because my car died and my mechanic lent me one of his, which was already pretty smashed up. And then I went ahead like, I don't know. Two days after getting it and got into my own car accident.
0: Great. Maybe that's like the rite of passage.
2: Yeah, you okay. get those, the uh, reporting collision sticker on there and just whatever with the grill. This little girl thought it was like, wow, <laughs> never seen anything like that not on TV.
0: Amazing. It was such a pick me up. That's awesome. What's your something good, Lindsay?
1: Yeah, Lindsay. I did a recording with John and Sean from Reddit on Wiki the other night and I had a lot of fun talking to them on their show I love talking to them I don't talk to them enough and they let me know that one of the previous episodes that I was on where they did a segment called confessionals where they would mm-hmm. share confessions that got progressively worse Yep. apparently yeah. it's one of their most requested episodes so they oh. want to bring me back on for another nice. one because I was like yes, I want to make people really uncomfortable by talking about whatever the confession is. It's my favorite thing to do ever. That's cool. So so on that note, let's shut her down. Let's do it. A great way to support the show if you want to help out but can't do so financially is to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Good Pods, I think Podcast Addict is another one, or really wherever you can leave a rating and review. This week's comes from Good Pods, from our friend Zach, he leaves us a five-star rating and says, Get ready for ghosts and goblins, secret societies, demons, murder, and yes, even cryptids. Lindsay and Madison are hilarious hosts. I've liked every episode I've heard, especially the most recent one on Bigfoot. Give them a listen. This is probably one from a while ago, because we haven't done yeah, exactly. a Bigfoot episode in a while.
0: We did a couple, but I'm yeah. assuming it's the actual Bigfoot one where like, we talked about the, the pack of... Bigfoots? Yeah,
1: the Big Bigfoot War of mm-hmm. what year was
2: that? Oh my god! Bigfoot I love the reality of the timeline that had a Bigfoot War at some point.
0: Right?
2: They don't teach you anything useful in school. You hide they all the good stuff.
0: They really don't. Of 1855. Yeah, I would have rather lived that than the Obelisk Drinking Fountain. <laughs> because that was that's, about the same fair. time. That's fair. I
2: would. I would rather live. In North America, naked in the woods, f- try not to get killed by Big Feet. Yep. Then even visit London in Victorian times. I bet the times. Big Feet
0: smelled better than Victorian London too.
2: Probably because they knew better than to drink their own feces.
0: Mm-hmm. This is true.
1: On that note, as always, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Madison.
2: And I am also Brad.
1: And we will see you next time with another tale. As old as crime.